0: Welcome to our fourth episode of A Girl Like Me Live. I'm so excited to be here. So this is our U equals you episode, which we are going live with Katie Willingham, who is one of the Well Project's community advisory board members. She's having a little bit of technical difficulty. So we're going to make this, you know, flow as much as possible. Um And I'm going to go ahead and, you know, go over our intro once again. So this is our A Girl Like Me Live, which is a new interactive live streaming series of events in health and wellness discussions and education among women living with and vulnerable to HIV. Every two weeks, I, CC, will sit down with different co-hosts to chat about key topics in our community. In today's episode, I will talk with Katie Willingham about You Equals You, um, I'm so excited. Katie, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So I have it on speaker phone, and I'm not sure how well that is going to work for our audience, but I'm so excited for you to be here in some capacity, Katie. Um, can you start off by introducing yourself, um, any affiliations you may have, and how you ended up here at the Well Project? Yeah,
1: um. I'm Katie willingham I'm I live in in uh, North Alabama and I am uh, I blog with uh, well projects a girl like me uh, forum and and a uh, member of the community
0: the uh, community
1: uh, co-chair uh, with the uh, Alabama Department of Public Health uh, HIV Prevention and Care Planning Committee and and uh, I'm U equals U ambassador uh, Prevention Access Campaign or at
0: <laughs> least I say I am Oh, dang, you do so much. <laughs> That's like an honor for you to be here. Oh, I'm Jake. <laughs> so I heard you mention, um, are you an ambassador for U Equals You? Well,
1: I've been talking about U Equals U since since 2016.
0: Wow. Yeah. Is it that old? 2016? Coming
1: up, uh, yeah, five years. i uh, having a uh, fifth year birthday.
0: Uh, this month. Oh, wow. So that's interesting because I feel like I haven't started hearing about U equals you at least for the last few years, maybe the last three. So the fact that it's five years old, <clears throat> and I don't know, it's changing so we, many lives. I'm sorry.
1: They launched, I believe they launched in July and I first heard, I first heard uh, Bruce talk about it uh, in September of that year so just a few months after after they launched their their campaign Uh, and i've been talking about it ever since
0: (laughs) where um where did you hear about it from if just in two months i heard
1: it at the positive living conference um i was invited uh i was invited by my local aso Alabama to uh, to attend the positive living conference and, um, and uh, I heard Bruce talk about u equals u uh, for the first time and it just it just blew my mind it was it was like it was like the biggest news I had ever I had ever heard and, and it was I mean it was I, I couldn't believe that it was, that it was news that was already well known, you know, cause I was, you know, just hearing about this, and this is, you know, information that could have, you know, changed the past 10 years of my life, you know, cause, uh, you know, I, you know, my first, my first, uh, over 10 years of, uh, of. My diagnosis. I lived in absolute fear. Um, you know, I felt like I felt like a bottle of poison. I was afraid to. I was afraid to play with my kids. I was afraid to uh, be intimate with 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 my spouse and 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 you uh, equals. You know, the knowledge of you equals you could have changed have changed years of, of living fear for me and uh, so yeah I was I was it was it was something that that changed my life and I was a little angry to find out
0: <laughs> So maybe we should back up a little bit. I don't want to just assume that everyone knows what you equals you is I made that mistake one time. It wasn't that long ago on a call with about five different providers, and I was sitting around talking with two other advocates, and you know, just flowing through the conversation. It was so you on you know about you equals you, and that's kind of the point in the conversation where you think you're just going to be able to continue talking because everyone has heard of it, but these right. providers hadn't heard of you equals you, so that was. That was alarming to me because these were like OBGYNs and lactation consultants and RNs and you know, just people that worked with the public often and women's sexual reproductive health. So right. <laughs> the fact that they had never heard of you equals you leads me to believe that there are a lot of people who have not heard about it. So you have so much experience and you've been talking about it so long. I would love for you to, you know, define it for our audience.
1: U equals U stands for undetectable equals untransmittable. And it means that when you uh, take your uh, medications as prescribed and you reach an undetectable uh, status, undetectable means there's not enough uh, of the virus. To be detected in blood tests, then you cannot pass uh, transmit the virus sexually uh, to to anyone. Uh, You can even have you can even have children uh, safely without without passing the virus to your partner or your baby. And uh, you know being. if you're undetectable, you you cannot transmit the virus. And that is life-changing information for, uh, for people living with HIV in so many ways.
0: Oh, yes, completely. I have been positive since 2008. The years get mixed up in my head sometimes. But since 2008 and at that time i remember speaking with my providers and they were still saying you know there was a two percent chance that i would transmit the virus to someone else had i had sex with them i'm protected and so that was always a hard conversation to have with any potential partner because it'd be like okay i'm taking my meds i'm doing everything that i'm supposed to do but there's still a 2% chance that I could, you know, give you this virus. And for someone that is negative, I know that that can be, you know, frightening. And for the person that's living with it, that can be even further stigmatizing because I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I know that I haven't transmitted this virus. And even then it was after I had given birth to my first child who's 10 now. And I gave birth to him vaginally and I did, you know, I followed all the orders and everything that I was supposed to at the beginning. I'm um, Well, during my early diagnosis, and for me to still have to say that there was a 2% chance, like that was so, it was heart-wrenching. So when I heard of something called U equals you, I was like, yo, this is amazing. I can really tell people that I can't transmit this virus to them, like I'm no threat to you at all, that- It just made me so much more confident. And the fact that I had some science backing me up, because I sure didn't hear about it from my doctor. Even when I brought this information to her, she was really reluctant to, you know, say that it was no transmission. They still wanted to leave like that little bit of chance, you know, that I would transmit this virus to somebody else. So you equals you has been amazing. And I know that I saw Bruce and D and some other folks at I believe it was a USCA conference or one of those conferences and just to you know see them rally into being a room full of other people that may have or may not have been positive. Just so excited about a movement, a campaign such as this, it made me even more excited and wanted to come back into my community and let them know that this is for real. I'm not just making stuff up; like this is a real thing. All right, so um, yeah, it's
1: it's it's hard sometimes uh, to, to get people to to believe you, like, like, what are your credentials? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, That's
0: when, uh, when I talk to people, um, but, uh, I'm not sure if you're breaking up again. But I'm going to go ahead and read to you a comment from Maria, who is an ambassador for U Equals U. Um, she said, "U Equals U has set us free. It was a very hard battle, but we made it. Proud ambassador and national and international committee member. Thank you, ladies, for doing this wonderful live. Knowledge is power. Definitely, like to hear the word free. Yes, definitely free. Like I don't have to live up underneath of that guys that." you know, I could possibly transmit this. To be able to say zero is amazing. I didn't know that. Maria also writes that they attacked Bruce horribly. Do you have any experience or any knowledge of, you know, people being attacked for, you know, shouting you equals you? Um, no, I
1: haven't experienced that. Um, I guess what I deal with uh, more is, 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 distrust. Uh, yeah, cause for so many people, is is the, the memory, the memory of the eighties is so, has been so hard to shake, you know, and, uh, you know, even, you know, even though I tell uh, a lot of people about you equals U, a a lot of people still don't believe you, you know, or they don't want to, or, or they don't want to risk it. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's like, you, you give them, you, you give them the facts and, and, and you tell them, you know, it, you know, it's well them by by and multi cohort research studies and, 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 you know, documented thousands of sex acts you know and there's been no transmission but but i oh don't know it's like it's like we it's, it's like we live in a time right now of, of uh anti-fact you know you know so you what, know, you know it's like people just don't believe facts anymore it's like they're almost resistant
0: to, to any claim as a fact. Do you think that it's just because it is HIV or is that like the culture overall? Are we just anti-fat? What if it were something like related to like diabetes or something? Would we be more easy to believe that? Yes, yeah, like, I mean, you
1: know. These other these other illnesses that that don't that we don't see as posing a threat to us we don't fear and we don't attach we don't attach false information to and 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 stuff but but HIV has always been one that we you know that we do we fear uh, we we uh, you know we still remember we still remember the eighties and and <laughs> And that's been, you know, it's, it's like a lot of people you, you just, you can't get through to now some, you know, you know, there's, you know, still could, to bit that you can, and, and, you know, you tell them about you, they're you excited, they're excited to find out about it. But there's so many that that are just seem resistant.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I I just loved the Well Project because of how engaged the community advisory board members in the community is. So, I posed the question to uh, our community advisory board, like, was there anything specifically that they wanted to talk about within this chat? Because I think U equals U is so big and it can be broken down into so many different areas. And one question we um, got was. Does you equal you? Does it inspire people to be more med adherent? And I know I can answer that personally, but I would love to hear your response first. Does it make you more med adherent?
1: I think so. But um, I was pretty—I was—I was pretty religious about my meds before I found out about you. you, because <laughs> I was. Uh, I was like, "This is gonna keep me alive." Okay, <laughs> and I I would get pretty upset about missing doses, so, so I was always pretty I was always pretty adherent. Uh, but but there are there are uh, a lot of people under under uh, a lot of different situations uh, who who learning about you equals you does, uh, does help with, uh, it, it gives, it gives, you know, I don't want to say in, in more incentive, but, but, but I'm not, it.
0: well, I'm going to tell you for me <laughs> that. Like some days taking medication is, I mean, the act itself can be easy, but the triggers can be kind of difficult for me. So I know for a while that I would, I don't know, just taking that pill reminded me of my positive diagnosis because otherwise I wouldn't have to take any medicine. Um, So, you know, some days I would not be as adherent as I probably should have been with taking my meds. But being that I had like this thing to look forward to, like if I keep taking this medication and I do what I'm supposed to do, then I'm probably going to reach this undetectable status, which I've been most of my diagnosis. That definitely puts this fire up underneath of me to continue taking it and take it as I'm supposed to. Being pregnant now, like even when I want to skip taking, you know, skip doses. I'm like, no, because you need to do what you need to do so that you can bring another healthy baby into this world who's not living with HIV. Um, So I would definitely say that knowing that I am not only for myself is undetectable good or is it you know, the best thing for me, but I'm also affecting somebody else's life. Like that has been phenomenal. And I'll continue to keep doing what I'm supposed to do because I know it's not just benefiting me. Um, we had a comment that was here. It's not here right now, but um the lady said that she found out like she was able to reach undetectable and now she's married and then she was able to have a baby afterwards. Like Those are the success stories that I absolutely love hearing. That is awesome. Yes. that was. That's the greatest. Because so many people, you talked about the stigma of the 80s. I was born in the 80s, so I don't know too much about the 80s or the 90s. (laughs) Sorry, Katie. But I did (laughs) get diagnosed, you know, in the 2000s. So the stigma definitely is something that exists, and it's real, and it exists on so many different levels, you know, even down to the fact of people thinking that you can't have sex, or you can't, how do you get pregnant, you know, even, even though you're living with HIV, I've been posed that question before, and it's always really strange to me that the question is, how did you get pregnant, like, well, how do most people get pregnant? Like, did you think that I just wasn't supposed to have sex because I'm living with this diagnosis? Kind of blows my mind sometimes. Right, right, yeah,
1: and that's been a major that's been a major issue for uh, two years before you was used was that a lot of people a lot of people did feel like you know if you were diagnosed with HIV, you know that was, you know, that was the end of, of your life. You know, that was, you know, you weren't supposed to date after that or, you know, seek, you know, romantic uh, relationships, you know. You know
0: like, I've gotten questions before, because, you know, on the internet, people just feel like they can say anything sometimes. So kind of expect the outlandish comments and remarks. So they'll be like, So why don't all of y'all just stay with each other? Like, why do you have to come out and, you know, mess with people that aren't living with HIV? And to be completely honest, um, I've never been sexually involved with anyone that was living with HIV that I know about because I can't say that I've asked for, you know, STD results with every partner I've had. Um, But... No, like if you equals you, I feel so okay and I'm informing my partners and I'm letting them know what the deal is. There's no risk to that person. So why would I just have to, you know, stay in sexual or romantic relationships with people that are living with HIV? It's not right. And that in itself is so stigmatizing. No. And people like push those things onto you. I refuse to live up underneath of, you know, society's rules or what seems right to them. Not doing it. Right. Um, I saw a comment. Let's see. Joe says you equals you broke all the stigma, at least 80% of it to those who had heard of it. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are, but I would agree that it has broken a lot of the stigma. Um We yes. have another person Who says I still haven't been able to start dating Because of the stigma I'm tired of telling men And they say they're not interested Because of the HIV I've come to accept that I'll be single forever But I'm happy and love me What would you have to say To that person, Katie? Oh, I'd say don't give up Um
1: No um, You know, it I, I, I get what she's I get what she's saying because um you know when I've been uh, when I've been uh, trying to be in, in the in the dating uh, you know it's it is hard it is hard to talk to people and and get people to to believe you uh, but but there are those you know there are those that 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 will, that, you know, that, that are reasonable, that you can talk to. Um yeah,
0: you know, so I'd say never give up. But I but I do under, I do understand what she's what she's saying. It is it is hard to talk to people uh, a lot of times. I would also, you know, mimic that same thing, don't give up. Um, there will be a lot of people who will not understand it, won't get it. And I think that you've done like the most essential thing and you begin with it, self-love and it's self-acceptance, which I think a lot of us don't ever get to a point of. Um, So that's excellent, but don't give up. I always make like the, I don't know, the parallel of going out here and applying for jobs. I know I get very discouraged. I've turned in a hundred applications, and each time you get that email back, that's like, sorry, we've gone with another applicant. Your application was good, but we went with somebody else. We'll keep you on file. Da-da-da-da-da. So I kind of feel that way when it comes to dating, too. Like, everybody is not going to accept what you know my hiv status and that's fine because i don't want to accept everything they got going on neither but the more times that you know you go out there and you try the more likely you will have that someone will accept and will hear you um so don't give up i mean if you want to be single forever by all means please go and do that in so many ways that's easier than you know domestic people be trying to put you through in relationships but <laughs> If you want to If romantic love And partnership And doing all of that is something that you want Please don't give up HIV definitely is not all Of who you are And even less When undetectable Equals untransmittable No, screw Absolutely. them <laughs>
1: Absolutely
0: <laughs> Um, let's see, what else? Someone said you should never give up on yourself because there are people who will love you for who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got something to say today, Katie? I
1: was just saying, absolutely. I completely agree with that.
0: Yes. HIV is such... Like to us, it can be such a big thing. I know I'll speak personally. My internalized stigma is so much greater than the stigma that I've probably experienced or know that I've experienced because sometimes I'm so aloof that I don't realize that I'm being stigmatized or being treated a certain type of way because of my status. Um, but it's how I feel about myself you know, if I'm beating myself up or if I'm, you know, replaying events that have been to me in my life that I feel like can be attributed to HIV. That's where I feel like my biggest hang up was. But once I was able to get that confidence with you equals you and realize, yo, this is the step next to not having HIV. Like I still have this virus, but yo, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm well, I'm healthy. My I go to the doctor. I get checked up on so often. I'm good. Now, how about you, that person that claims a negative HIV status? Like, how well are you? Are you going to the doctor and getting yourself seen about? Do you know know, your risk of contracting HIV? Do you know that, that I got it no differently than how... You know, chlamydia and gonorrhea and herpes are transmitted. Like, what makes you what? any different than me? Right. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, that's
1: why I want to tell some people, like, at least I know my status.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a comment came through. People hate what they don't understand. If they educate themselves, then the world would be so much better. I agree on so many different levels, so many different levels, if you, you know, and the information is out here, I get so upset sometimes, and I'm gonna give people more space to be human, but we have the access to Google, like, the same device that you use to make these negative comments, (laughs) you could also use that same device to go research, and to read a little bit, you don't have to be ignorant, but so many people choose it, and it's so unfortunate. So unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> um, another comment. I used to only date men with HIV, but I never gave up. I told my status up front, and I was accepted by my husband. Some people are more open-minded. Some aren't. You just have to keep going. I never gave up, and with this new knowledge, I believe people are becoming more open-minded. It just takes time. I've been positive since I was 14 and I'm 39 now. Wow. Thank you so much for being here with us, sister. Oh my gosh. That gives me so much hope. My math is kind of off sometimes, but that's like, that's 25 years. That's a long time. Yes. And you got a husband and a baby, a child. Yo, you don't know. Sharing stories like those are so inspiring and it provides, you know, the next sister with some hope. So I thank you. I thank you a lot. Um, it was another comment. Um, someone said, I'm living with HIV for the past 30 years and taking second line art and activists for Indian people living with HIV. See, this is a global situation, Katie. Have you seen the global impact of you equals you? Oh, you
1: equals you is is. I forget how many countries it's, it's in now. Uh, no, it's over. It's well over a hundred.
0: A hundred countries.
1: No, that well over that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want. This this
0: part where I wish I'd looked that up before I guess. <laughs> It's fine. It will use a hundred as a base number. That's so decent. So it's even bigger than just us here in the United States. I know I see like in the Spanish translation it's like I equals I. And I've seen it translated in other ways too that I can't recall at this moment. But yo, that's so decent. It's providing hope all okay. over the world.
1: Right. Prevention Access Campaign has really, has really worked, really done a lot of work to get it around and, uh, and get the message heard all over the world, and and, uh, and I think it's been it's been more readily accepted in other countries more so than it has here in, in America.
0: Sorry, guys, my house phone is ringing. Who even uses a house phone? anymore. It's just plugged up for no reason. Hopefully it'll stop ringing in a second. Um, Krista just put in the comments that U equals U community partners is of July 7, 2021 was 1,043 organizations from 102 countries. They have signed on to share the U equals U message in ways that work for their communities. That's a lot of people and it is 102 countries. Wow. 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 Yo, they laughing at my house phone, Katie. Look, I got it because it's part of a bundle package. All right. I just wanted the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know why. Why do I even have it plugged up? But we passed there. Y'all, that's a lot of people. I am surprised 1,043 organizations And to be able to present that information to somebody and they still not believe you. You know, they still are going to believe what they want to believe. That's fine. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, their own feeling. But you really, at some point, you can't fight science and you can't fight facts. So, like, at this point, you're just choosing to not want to believe. That's cool. You're not my people then. If that's the case, you're just not my people. Right. Um. Let's see. I think we've kind of answered this question, so so I don't want to like repeat, unless you feel like you have something new to add. But how how have you found the response from non-HIV positive folks? Do they get it? Do they support and share the information with other non-HIV positive folks? Hmm, 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 hmm. I find that on my platform, Instagram's really where I do most of my advocacy work. Um, I posed a question to my followers one day if they knew what U equals U was. And I once again was so surprised that so many people did not know what it was. But the engagement, I believe when those type of posts and to see how many times it gets passed around and shared, I do feel like once you know it sparks that light bulb in one person's head, even if they share it with one other person, that's two more people in the world that know about you equals you. Like I think that's phenomenal. What do you feel, Katie? Yeah,
1: I think it's I think it's getting more in, into the culture. I love these uh, I love these commercials uh, that that show u equals u uh in in the commercial i love that because i think that's i think that's really helping getting getting it out in, into into public view but, uh, i think tv's probably one of the best ways to to penetrate culture you know, it's just i guess that's where we create all our cultures it's on tv but Uh, yeah,
0: so I I love seeing, I love seeing that. Uh. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Here was another question I think we kind of touched on, but I'm one that likes to hold providers accountable often. So um, this question is, do providers seem reluctant to believe it still? Are people you tell about it reluctant to believe it? Um, the providers. It just, O M G. It just really surprises me. And although U equals U has only been proven, you know, sexually, there is some work that is being done, you know, in other modes of transmission. So right now, I'm doing a lot of work with the Well Project and ICWNA, and you know, whoever will really listen for real about breastfeeding, infant feeding, chest feeding in HIV. So if we okay. know that, you know, undetectable equals untransmittable um sexually, can we open up, you know, other areas of research and opportunities where we can maybe impact so many more lives. A woman or a person that has just birthed a baby and is Wants to chest feed like, Can we look into that Can we not be left out of research there Can we find out How far you equals you Really can go Because I don't think it just stops here With sex You know Yeah Um, Let's see We have another comment Thank y'all for being so interactive In the comment section This is amazing um, how do you feel about U equals U in comparison to prep, specifically? So when not much testing for prep has been done on those assigned at birth as women, they are both methods used as prevention. But I struggle to stand behind prep. Oh, that's a great comment, Marissa. You want to speak to that, Katie? Uh, well, myself, I don't have any. I don't have any
1: experience with prep. I've, uh, basically, I mean, all my relationships have all been, have all been zero discordant.
0: Um, Wait, before you go on, what's zero discordant?
1: A zero discordant is, is when one partner is HIV positive and one partner is HIV negative.
0: And that that has been all of your relationships, so does yes. your partner take prep
1: no uh no she uh she's never had any uh any interest to and and uh, and yeah, i was so we've been together for five years and and uh before uh before her i was uh married for 23 years and uh, so i've never been i've never been uh i've never dated
0: anyone who who also lived with hiv oh that's and, uh, decent and i will assume because you equals you that both of your partners they were made negative yes it's beautiful So I kind of understand where Marissa is coming from in her comment. Um, We have you equals you, undetectable equals untransmittable. And then you also have PrEP. PrEP is the medication that is like if I were the negative person in the relationship, I would be able to take PrEP just in case I were exposed to the virus that it would allow the virus to not have a chance to like replicate and mutate in my body if I had been exposed to it. So I I understand like where that conflict sometimes can happen in people's mind, but how I look at that is just like extra protection. So if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as the person that is living with HIV, then you... <laughs> As the negative person, you can just put that extra barrier just in case you were by some, you know, flu exposed to this virus, you would be protected as well. Um, It was something that just popped up, a comment. PrEP is just as important as you equal you to use when you consider the overall necessity of using treatment as prevention. Well, thank you, Nurse Bridget. Thank you. I, um, I feel like they're all tools and it's such a beautiful thing that they're all available to us today because I know that, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, these things weren't available. So just the fact that they're here is such a blessing to me. She further goes on to say I understand your your hesitation but it's important that we promote all sources of protection for those who are negative so that they continue to stay negative and we reduce the impact of this virus absolutely um let's see <laughs> um Some people don't, that are negative, don't want to take PrEP because of the side effects long-term, and some don't like taking meds if they never had to. And that's fine, you know, to each their own, but just the fact that it is available will be why I will always, you know, let people know that there is an option, just as well as PEP. PEP would be the pill that you would take or the medicine, I'm not sure exactly how it comes but after a known exposure Or a possible exposure um, So it's like more of an emergency case In my head, I don't hold me to this But in my head, PrEP is like birth control for HIV And then PEP is like the morning after pill for HIV In my head, that's how I see it <laughs> um, Let's see Yes Oh, I like this one. Even though we know "you equals you" is a hundred percent true, humans are not always. That's true. How do you feel about that statement, Katie? Well, that's like you were
1: saying. That's why there's prep. Hmm. Prep. No. Um, is that
0: extra?
1: Because you don't always you don't always know um, other people. Now, if you if you're if you're undetectable, uh, then then that that coverage is, is sure You you can't transmit. But but you know to, to fill. Uh, so, uh like yourself, then,
0: then PrEP is a good uh, option. I want to go back to when Krista said, our last survey collected data from women living with HIV about the impact U equals U had on their lives. And nearly 75% said it had a significantly positive impact on their lives. Yet only about thirty-five percent said that they had heard about it from their provider. Wow. Wow. You believe yeah. those numbers? Does it sound right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear about it from my provider. I heard, you know, like I said, I heard about it from Bruce Richmond at Positive Living,
1: and I came came back home and asked my asked my i about it, and uh, think back then they were they were saying you know they couldn't they couldn't share that information for legal uh, for legal reasons, and uh, that kind of you know it kind of angered me that you know you had this information all this time and, and didn't
0: tell me. <laughs> Have you to this day yet to hear it from a provider? Well, they
1: usually, I I, I think I'm still the one telling them.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, can you repeat that?
1: I said, usually I I think I'm still the one telling them, telling telling my providers. Wow. I'm giving
0: you equal fact sheets to to my doctors, my dentist. <laughs> yeah, the dentist. Yo, you would never think that that conversation would be one that you would need to have with people who are working on your mouth, but I definitely had an experience like that. Um, and that is so stigmatizing. Like it is traumatizing. That's the word I want to use because. You know, I'm coming in here for something that's totally non-HIV related in my head. And now I'm having to educate you, another professional, and I guess what we would call the medical field, um, about you equals you and how I'm no threat to you. And if you're using universal precautions, then I don't see why you would have to work on me. Any differently than you would the next person, just because you know my HIV status. <clears throat> so frustrated.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just about all my just about all my doctors that aren't that aren't HIV related. All I want to know what my numbers are. You know, each time I come to their office, they want to know what my last numbers were.
0: All of your doctors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's about all ass.
1: How are your last numbers? Oh, you're still good. I'm still undetectable.
0: Mm.
1: You're still saying.
0: Okay. Um,. And once again, we're going to address this, wondering where people have heard about you equals you from and how many times have heard about it from their providers. So I just saw, was it Joe? Joe said she heard it directly from Bruce. She was following him closely then. That's decent. (laughs) She heard it straight from, you know, the the horse's mouth, I guess they say. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, that's decent. I Like I said, I think my first time hearing it was at that conference, and it just seems like such a part of my everyday vocabulary now that it is always so surprising that so many people haven't. So I guess even though it can become tiresome to the person that keeps screaming it from the top of the mountain... um. It's necessary to keep screaming it because everybody didn't hear you the first time and you got to get to the people in the back. I mean, I love the resources that are being put into our um, chat. I know that you can't see it, Katie, but we have pamphlets on U Equals U. We have fact sheets on serial discordant couples. We have a U Equals U webinar and blogs and fact sheets. The Well Project is such a... Valuable source when it comes to learning about HIV and how it impacts women and women that are vulnerable to the virus. It's amazing. So thank you for all of those resources that have been put down in the comments. Um, someone said that they heard of you equals you from Mark King. Yes, all of these advocates here. That that is amazing. Um, yeah, that's
1: awesome.
0: We have a new comment. I haven't um, been fortunate enough yet to meet Mark, but I feel like that day is coming. I've seen him in videos. I've seen his name a lot, but I know that day is coming.
1: Oh, you will
0: love Mark. Really? Yeah, he's a swing order. <laughs> Oh, and those resources too. Yeah, they just put it. Um, So even it's in English and in Spanish. Like That is so decent. Not only is the campaign and his movement Like global, the Well Project's following it up with translating it in the language of our users. So Spanish, and we have, you know, fake sheets in Hindi as well, because we serve people all over the world. So that's decent. Okay, I'm going to move on now. Sorry. Um, A comment said, I think most providers don't discuss it with patients because so many are frequently non-compliant. And what use you equals you' as a way to dismiss condom use. I feel it needs to be discussed regardless. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree that it needs to be discussed regardless. As a person living with HIV, I always want to be left with a choice. Like I don't want you to withhold information from me, to try to sway me into a certain direction or to like kind of anticipate what my response is going to be. I don't need that. I need for you to tell me what the facts are medically so that I can make my own decisions. If I want to use a condom or not, that's my decision. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's how I feel. That's, you know,
1: that's, that's not your decision to
0: make for me. No. And don't withhold information from me. Like, if I find out that my provider is doing that purposely, I probably would start looking for a new provider because that isn't their job. (laughs) It's your job to give me what you know, and I put you in a position because I can choose my providers, but I've trusted you enough to come to you for you to treat me to the best of your ability not for you to sway me in one direction or the next. And you equals you. Like we have that. We we know that. We know that it's 0% chance. So <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> they called us iron woman. We're iron women. I guess that means we're strong and we're tough and stuff. What do you think? Krista says, Katie or Cece, have you had any memorable stories in helping someone else understand you equals you? I want you to answer this first, Katie.
1: Um we yeah, have had had uh had lost, uh one, uh one in particular uh I remember I was just having a conversation with someone at a gas station, and uh, don't know how, don't know, uh, come across uh, these subjects, but you know how conversations go. (laughs) But but uh, yeah, just I mean, when you tell anyone who doesn't who doesn't know. You know, and and you know, it's it's really satisfying to the when you know to, to teach them because you, know, you know this this is just so important. You know, I think it's important for everyone, but everyone to know, and it's uh,
0: Okay, I'm not sure if you're cutting out or if you were finished. I'm going to jump in real quick. So, Krista just posted your your U equals U blog, um, and I remember not too long ago you made like a whole video or a poem about U equals U. Do you know that by heart? By any chance? By heart, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute, but um. I think my memorable moments when it comes to you equals you is any time that I inform someone that, you know, I'm living with HIV and that I have not transmitted the virus to any of my partners and that I have not, you know, transmitted it to my children. And usually their reaction is their mouth drops and they're really surprised and like, how does this happen? And I get to then tell them, Um, yeah, you equals you. Like you didn't know about that. If I'm taking my medicine and I'm undetectable, then I can't pass this virus to anybody. And they're like, wow. And that is so is rewarding and satisfying because I know now that I have impacted that person's life. Maybe they won't go out, you know, searching to be with someone that is living with HIV. But maybe and hopefully the next time that they come across someone that's living with HIV, they won't shun them away. They won't stigmatize them. They won't look at them any differently because they're living with this virus. Right. Mm Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How long does it take one to tell someone? That's a question. How long? That sounds like one of those questions out of our dating and disclosure um episodes. Um how long does it take? Well, me personally, you can tell. I'm 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 a little free, right? <laughs> and I don't like being confined. So I usually tell someone at the beginning of our relationship, whatever that relationship is gonna be, because I have dealt with the rejection on so many different ends that I would rather you just go ahead and reject me at the beginning. Um, because I'm living, I mean, because you can't handle the fact that I'm living with HIV versus you know, it's getting months down the line and I'm really digging you, you really digging me, and then HIV is the reason why you can't talk to me anymore. Like, I just rather you go ahead and get out of my life at the beginning.
1: I've gotten, I've gotten to be that way myself. Uh, used to, used to, I would, I would, with, I would, I would hold off on that information for a while and you know, try to give time to get to know me as a person and all that before you know i them am every positive, but. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you, you. I get, I've got so, i got so tired of the process of, of, of you know, it's not going well when they do find out that that I just, I'm just started telling people right off the bat now and and. Uh,
0: I got the fly. I'm sorry, this is the fly just keeps flying around. The kids keep leaving the doors open. The house is wild, okay? So, if you see me swatting, that's because I'm trying to get this one fly away from my head, okay? Um, someone wrote about sex being a taboo in the Indian community. Um, I I'm not sure, you know, I'll take your word for it, but I know that in some of our communities here, it can also be a taboo thing. And it's the strangest thing to me because we have sex. Babies are born, you know, STDs are gotten. We're having sex. Why can't we talk about it? I like talking about it, actually. (laughs) <laughs> and you equals you. I will not stop having sex just because I'm living with HIV. If that's what you thought, you had it sadly, sadly mistaken. Now, what I might not do is get pregnant again. Okay. This might be the end of that. But you equals you. And I'm so, so grateful for that. Do you have anything else that you want to leave the people with, Katie?
1: Sorry.
0: No, it's fine uh, So that's going to conclude the end of our episode Then this week If you don't have anything else to say Once again, I'm so grateful that you Took the time to join us here Um, You equals you Undetectable equals untransmittable So thank you all for joining us On this fourth episode of A Girl Like Me Live Please join us again in two weeks On June 28th <laughs> Oh, God, my dog. <laughs> As we talk um, parenting, I think, parenting and disclosure with Marissa, sorry, with Masanya Traylor, um, who is also one of our community advisory board members. We look forward to seeing you all then. Thank y'all for sticking this out with us, um, you know, this new age of technology, but have a good day, y'all. <laughs>
1: É